Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Allentown Presents Christmas Movie Countdown. I'm here with Emma. Yo, yeah. yo. Yeah, yeah. And today, episode 23, we're only two days away from Christmas. We watched oh my God. Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Christmas! And now, this movie follows department store worker Georgia Bird and her life basically mm-hmm. <laughs> she works in the department store she goes to church all the time you know she's a very strict in her ways woman she makes these fancy she wants to be a chef so she makes all these fancy meals all the time but she doesn't eat them she sticks to lean cuisine and she feeds them to her uh neighbors her little yeah her little neighbor friend yes it's adorable so one day she is talking to her crush sean played by ll cool j at work and they're conversing about just nonsense and you know he's about to kind of mention that he has a crush on her or whatever like you can tell that he's right on the verge of saying something and then something happens and she bumps her head really seriously and gets knocked out then she goes to what is the department store's like medical place that they have to go to or yeah whatever the thing that her medical coverage the little clinic the little clinic that her fucking garbage ass job lets her go to or makes her go to just the clinic to get checked out and they put her through uh they make her get a ct because you have to get a ct when you fucking get concussed and black out basically <laughs> so she does this ct scan that they got at this clinic which is like a secondhand ct machine because they didn't have the money to buy a brand new one basically they bought yep. they bought a used one um at a discount because they're cheapskates because department stores <laughs> so <laughs> she gets her scan done and she finds out that she has this really rare disease called lemmington's disease and it causes her to have these lesions on her brain and she's got two options either you get this surgery which your insurance will not cover because you work for a fucking department store or you die in three weeks so after an initial freak out and a crying and lots of tears and everything like that she wakes up the next morning and decides you know what i'm tired of living this strict life that i've you know that i have been living my whole life i'm tired of following all the rules i'm tired of you know adhering to diets and doing all these things like why do i even care anymore i've only got three weeks to live so she goes to the bank and she cashes out all of her money She takes out her bonds that her mother had left her. She takes out all of her 401k and everything that had been saved up from working her whole life and all of those things. She takes everything out. She goes to her job and she tells her shitty ass boss that she's fucking quitting because why the fuck should she work anymore? Mm -hmm. And she takes her money and goes to the, this hotel the hotel poop the hotel poop in prague (laughs) where she has wanted to go her entire life her favorite chef of all time chef dda works there and is the in-house chef so she blows a bunch of money and she goes up into 
uh, or she flies to Prague and does all these things and she's blowing her money left and right. And of Mm -hmm. course, because she worked in retail and is a normal fucking person, she's treating everyone who works at that hotel kindly and respectfully like you should. And all the rest of the people who are in this fancy ass, like $3,000 a night hotel are treating everyone like shit because you know they're senators and company corporate executives and just all of these congressmen assholes yeah Yeah. congressmen just assholes so everyone else is treating all these people like shit and she's just like no i get it like i'm a working class person too i'm just happen to be dying and like i'm still gonna treat you with respect even though you know now right now i have a lot of money i don't care i'm still gonna treat you nicely So all of the hotel people are definitely taking notice. All the people who work the front desk, all the bellmen, all the all the waiters, waitresses, people in the in the massage or the spa area of the hotel, everyone notices how she mm-hmm. is reacting. And because she's treating them nicely and not like shit like everybody else does, they treat her nicely and start giving her all these this special attention. And because she's getting this special attention, a bunch of rich folks are like who the fuck is she? Like, she must be someone really important. Why haven't I heard of her? Why don't, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So she goes to dinner the first night and she is talking to the waiter and finds out that Chef DDA, you know, he lists all the specials and she asks, well, will these specials be available tomorrow? Like, will I be able to get, you know, if I order one, will I be able to get the other ones tomorrow? And he's like, no, Chef DDA never repeats his menus, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, well, I'll have one of everything. And <laughs> at the same time, the table that has the CEO of the company that she used to work for. Cragen. Yeah, Crager, And uh, two senators, or a senator and a congressman, or two congressmen, I don't know. Yep. it was the senator for her district and the congressman for her state yeah something like that a senator and a congressman and uh cragen the guy who owns the company that she used to work for sounds like a great joke yeah they're all sitting at this other table with their wives slash girlfriends and they order their meal and they have a bunch of substitutions of course because they're rich and Mm -hmm. So, you know, no dairy, no, uh, no fat, no, none of this, you know, replace the mashed potatoes (laughs) with broccoli and, you know, all these different things to make their already fantastic, like five-star Michelin meal into this garbage that fits whatever garbage diet they're all on. So (laughs) the senator's wife, one of the senator's wife or the congressman's wife is, asks to meet the chef because she's been a big fan for a long time and Crager's like oh yeah well I know him I come here all the time let me get him to come out and talk to you so he yeah. talks later and whatever so chef DDA makes his way out and instead of going to the congressman table he goes straight to Georgia's table and is like thank you so much for ordering everything off the menu or everything of tonight's specials with no substitutions like blah 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 so she meets her idol and you know starts to converse with him about all of these different things and they form a friendship and the other table is just like what the fuck like she must be so important that he went to 
he went to go talk to her before he came to talk to us, even though I've known yeah. him. So this is just getting under Krager's skin. He doesn't know who she is. He can't fathom who she is or why she's important, but something about her is making all of these people treat her like royalty. Um, the story goes on and more of the same happens. She's continually spending money and treating everyone kindly. Her friendship with Chef Didier grows and they become really close friends. Uh, all the while, she is spending the rest, a bunch of money on doing, living her life, experiences. She Life-affirming wonders. Yeah. She learns how to snowboard. She goes base jumping, which Krager, like, decides that he's going to uh, also <laughs> do because he doesn't like that she's willing to do it. Because he's a wiener. Yeah, because he's a wiener, and he's like, well, fucking fine, then let's go base jumping. And then he chickens out like a little bitch after she jumps. Um, <laughs> what a wiener. It's just, it's basically the story of her fulfilling all these different cool, fun things that she's wanted to do her entire life, but has been too afraid. Yeah. Because she was just that kind of person. At this point... It goes back to Louisiana, and we see Sean, who played by LL Cool J, who is in love with her and is trying to find out what happened to her. Where, like, why did she just leave? So he goes and talks to the doctor and uses his brute force and LL Cool J muscles <laughs> to get it out of the doctor. Like, yeah, she's dying. She has like this crazy disease in her brain. Lampington's. And, yeah, Lampington's disease. And she's gonna die soon so i don't know where she went then sean goes to her house and he talks to her neighbors and he figures out oh she's at the hotel poop like i gotta go i've gotta go there so he gets on a airplane and he flies flies to prague and makes his way there i'm sorry but that was so perfect she's at the hotel poop and i gotta go <laughs> i'm like two years old because that was the funniest thing ever yeah <laughs> Um, once oh Sean is in the air, the doctor who has been just beside himself with guilt about the fact that there's uh -huh. nothing he could do for Georgia and her disease decides to lay in the CAT scan machine and see if what's going on with his brain. And he discovers he also has Lampington's disease. And then he holds up. <laughs> He holds up the the scans right next to Georgia's and the spots are in the exact same spots. So he deduces that clearly the machine is fucked up. So he sends a fax to the hotel to get a hold of Georgia to basically let her know that she is not dying. Yeah. We'll be fine. All the while, she decides that she doesn't want to be at the hotel anymore she's missing sean because she has not told him so far that she has a crush on him or that she likes him at all and she wants to go see him so she heads down the mountain to go back to the airport to go back to louisiana to tell him all of these things halfway down the mountain there's an avalanche that is blocked or there was an avalanche that had blocked the road and 
Georgia cannot go down to get to the airport, so she has to make her way back to the hotel. And LL Cool J is stuck on the other side and cannot go up to the hotel because he's stuck. To get to Georgia. <laughs> to get to Georgia. So Georgia goes back to the hotel and is like, all right, well, I guess I'll spend New Year's here too. Like, fuck it. There's nothing I can do about this. And then yep. LL Cool J, Sean decides, okay, well, I'm going to go and I'm just going to trek across these fucking snowy hills and make, I have to make it to her. She doesn't have a lot of time. I have to tell her how I feel before, you know, worse comes to worse. Yeah. So she gets back to the hotel. They're enjoying New Year's. And then all of a sudden, Krager, who is just like beside himself that she is so cool and all of these things. Or no, 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 no. Sorry. No, he he does some shitty digging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, makes yeah. phone calls because the Miss Gunther, the lady who works in the presidential suite, uh, she found out that she was dying and she told him she's like, Well, no, she she's didn't dying, tell him, but she works uh she said she works for you, but that's all you need to know. And yeah. then he called the company and found out where she worked. And then uh, at the so, New Year's dinner. Yeah, so basically, Krager has been working this whole time to try and figure out who the fuck Georgia is. <laughs> and Georgia gets back to the hotel and gets ready for the New Year's Eve dinner. And they all sit down at this beautiful table ready to enjoy this immaculate dinner. After, oh, this is after Georgia goes and helps Chef DDA prepare the entire thing because she's a fucking boss. Yep. And the avalanche, like, kept a bunch of the workers. Like, they're down at the bottom of the hill. They can't get back up mm-hmm. where the hotel is. So she kind of fills in as a sous chef to Chef Didier, fulfilling another one of her lifelong dreams. So after she helps prepare the dinner, she goes out and gets fancied up and goes out to this dinner. And they're sitting there, you know, enjoying whatever. And Krager, who has finally figured out after making a bunch of scheming ass douchey calls around he finds out that and tells everyone that georgia is just a retail worker from one of his stores in louisiana in new orleans and she was in the cookware department and blah 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 and all this bullshit about her life and how she's just like a regular person and how she's been fooling all of these people um about her status and all of this stuff and she stands up and she's like i did i'm sorry that if you felt fooled i have never been anything except me i never said i was anyone important i never said anything about anything i'm just yeah i'm just a woman out here like living my best life because i'm dying and (laughs) fuck you basically and yeah she gets up and leaves because she should and then slowly but surely every single person at the table calls him an asshole and gets up and leaves and they go off and they do their own thing with georgia at a different table because that guy was a fucking dick yup after that scene krager goes up to his room question mark crawls out the window and sits on the ledge like he's gonna jump and like a wiener and everyone's freaking out because he's just sitting there on the edge like drinking a beer or champagne or some shit getting drunk and 
He's up really high. He's like five or six stories high. So Georgia, being the badass that she is, she crawls out onto the ledge with him and talks to him, you know, kind of talks him down. Like, yes, I know you feel like a dick for outing me the way that you did. And that's fine. Like, it's you're fine. It's okay. I understand. I'm sorry if you felt if I made you feel a certain way because I'm not, you know, rich and famous or whatever, but you got to get yeah. the fuck over this. And she kind of spills to him what she's feeling. You know, I love this guy and I miss him so much. I was just trying to go home. I just wanted to be home today so I could, you know, finally tell him how I feel. And sometimes I feel like he's calling my name. Like I think about him so often. I feel like he's calling my name and surprise Sean finally <laughs> made it to the hotel. He actually was calling her name. So Craig is like, you mean that guy down there who's actually called your name? She's like, oh, shit, Sean. And then he comes up, and he gets up on the balcony and he tells her exactly. He pours his heart out to her. You know, I love oh you, God, all these things. It's out. so cute. I was crying, too. Was oh. so you know, he tells her, I don't care if you have three days left to live or uh, or three months left to live or 50 years. Like, I want to be with you as for as long as you've got on this earth, like. I love you basically and they yep. kiss and it's adorable and then Gunther the woman who's in charge of the presidential suite or the presidential floor I guess of the hotel and yeah taking care of everyone's shit up there she is up at the front desk and finds the facts from the doctor that fell on the floor and she's like oh my god George is gonna live and she starts crying and she's super excited so she's like I have to go deliver this message so she runs up and pokes her head out the window while everyone's like fucking sitting on the ledge and tells them that she's gonna live and they find out she's gonna live and it's fucking adorable when she gets all freaked out and she grabs onto ll cool j's leg and he's barely balanced on the ledge and she's like shaking him yeah (laughs) just you're gonna live oh god (laughs) yes so they find out that she's going to live and everyone's happy and they all get down from the ledge and hooray. Happy endings abound, right? The movie then cuts from the hotel and goes back to Louisiana where we find Sean and Georgia together working in a kitchen, preparing food together, preparing like gumbo or something together. Mm -hmm. And Chef DDA is also there with him or with them and helping out. And then we find out that they have opened up a restaurant called George's Place. And Chef DDA has assisted them and is taking care of it while they welcome in the guests. And all of their friends from the hotel come in, uh, Miss Burns and the senator and the congressman. And they even, he even called in, Chef DDA called in a favor and even got Emeril Lagasse to come in. So, so he has a small bit. That's her, her second favorite chef, I guess, is Emeril. And he comes in and gets to experience their food. And then the movie ends with Sean and Georgia just in an embrace and adorable and in love. And it was so cute. (laughs) I cried so many times during this movie. Like I've seen this so many times, but I had forgotten how good it is because it had it's been a couple years yeah but oh my god i 
lost it. Like when she was in the helicopter and they're flying over the mountains, like it's so pretty. Yeah. It hurts to look at. Yep. I've never really had an interest in going to Prague except for when I watched this movie. Like yep. I would love to go to that and stay in that fancy hotel in Prague. Like, holy crap. Right. Let's go but, to the poop. Yeah. But I couldn't afford like the basement of that place. Like, <laughs> Oh no, no. I couldn't I'd afford a closet in that. People. <laughs> I couldn't afford a closet in that hotel. So no, me neither. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it is an incredibly cute movie. It's definitely like a slice of life rom-com holiday film. It mm-hmm. is generally about holiday time. It's not necessarily, it doesn't focus really on Christmas um, as, you know, a, the concept of Christmas, like buying gifts and Christmas trees and all of that. It's just, yeah, last holiday is just, she's, dying so she's gonna go on a last trip um yeah this is her last holidays yes fun facts about this film so the writers of this film were big fans of ealing studio comedies and jumped at the chance to remake the original alec guinness film if you don't recognize that name that's the original obi-wan kenobi Um, so this was an original film called The Last Holiday in 1950, starring Obi-Wan Kenobi. Originally, they intended for John Candy to play George Bird, but the project was shelved after John Candy died. It was resurrected years later when Queen Latifah's agent read the script and contacted the writers about rewriting the story for a woman in the lead role. So she basically got this movie specially made for her after her agent read it and was like, this would be fantastic. Queen Latifah's got just the right amount of quality acting skills and comedy chops to pull this movie off. So let's do it. He sure does. Okay. Uh, the congressman's wife only says one word the entire movie, and it's just asshole, which she says, yes. to, which she says <laughs> to Cragen. She does this after he outs Georgia for being a, just a sales worker, and no. <laughs> yeah, no. She was like, you're a bitch. Um, all the dishes that were served in this movie were prepared by Food Network chefs who traveled with the crew to do the cooking. They also taught Queen Latifah some basic cooking techniques so that she would look like a professional chef in the movie. Yeah. Um, other fun facts. Miss Burns, who is the mistress of Mr. Cragen, is played by Alicia Witt, and the whole time I was watching this movie, I swear to God, I was like, I know that woman. Why do I know that woman? And I could not figure <laughs> it out until I looked her up on IMDb, and she was the main actress. She played Natalie in Urban Legend, so that's why I recognized her, and I was like, oh my God. Uh, other notable <laughs> faces from this film include uh, Giancarlo Esposito, from Breaking Bad and The Mandalorian and all these different things, playing Senator Dillings uh-huh. in probably the first role that I have ever seen him in where he wasn't a complete dick. Like, he was just a yes. normal dude in this movie as opposed to even being his the role- worst bad guy. <laughs> yeah, his role as the mirror in Once Upon a Time, he's still kind of a slot. Kind of a dick, Yeah. This movie also had uh, Gerard Depardieu, who plays Chef Didier, 
and just a whole bunch of people like it's a really fucking cute movie with a really quality cast and it's it great didn't do as well as it should have unfortunately that is the truth yeah it's this movie should have done great and for whatever reason it just didn't i think it's honestly because of when it was released it was a poor choice uh-huh. this was released in january in the second week of january which is dumb that's not a good time to release uh-huh. a movie called the last holiday like should have released it on thanksgiving come on guys yeah. what are you doing <laughs> all right uh, who was your favorite character in this film oh boy um there there were a handful of great characters in this um georgia i'm gonna have to say is my top favorite um honorable mentions were the second act second and third act uh girlfriend secretary uh butt buddy oh Ms. redhead Ms. girl yep miss burns and dr gupta oh yeah <laughs> that guy was a crack up for sure he was hilarious absolutely great but i loved georgia in this she was wonderful and uh chef uh didier was great yeah uh so my favorite character was georgia for sure she was incredible and i love queen latifah she did amazingly um and uh, but i also love like emma said it's hard to pick one favorite because so many people in this movie are just fucking quality Mm-hmm. And the character development of throughout was just great. I also loved Chef Didier. He was so sweet and thoughtful and he didn't care like because he knew or she told him basically that she was dying and you know that she was yeah. just spending her life fortune away or her life savings away on this trip. She told him basically early on and he was so sympathetic and so understanding and nice about it. Um, and just his overall, like his remaining friendship, he stayed friends with her even after she left the hotel. So oh yeah, he was a boss. And then uh, my other honorable mention is definitely Sean, played by LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. He was such a goob and so like innocent and sweet. Like <laughs> he was, he very, was quirky. Yeah, he was very similar to her in that you know he had lived this kind of just buckled down life and hadn't ever gone out of his way to you know tell her that how he felt or anything like that but then he makes this huge grand gesture and flies all the way across the world basically and climbs a mountain to tell her essentially that he loves her and he was just he was such a sweetheart so yeah who was your least favorite character oh crager for sure yeah that guy was such poop i knew even the first time I saw this movie, when I saw his face on that magazine, well, it's between him and uh, at Amadine at the guy at her work. Adamane? I don't, I don't know what his name is. <clears throat> Let me look it up. But uh, when her boss... A Damien. Ha- a Damien, thank you. Uh, when he handed her that magazine 
Yeah, he was garbage. A but Damien's when he handed her, fuck that guy. Yeah, when he handed her that magazine, and I saw Craig's face on that magazine, I was like, "You are an absolute piece of shit." And then when he showed up later, I was like, "Ooh, no, yeah, you can fuck all the way off." <laughs> Yeah, but no, a Damien was garbage, but Krager was garbage. Yeah, uh, like, a Damien was no, definitely straight, but like Krager was bad, but yeah. like he only did the one, like he was questioning her, which is understandably understandable ish. Mm-hmm. Like he'd never seen her around the hotel, even though he's there all the time, apparently, and. Yeah. Like, I kind of get that. Um, him outing her was absolutely wrong. And then he, but he knew it was wrong when mm-hmm. it was happening and afterwards because he was like about to go kill himself over it. Like, that's how serious he took it after the fact. Yeah. And then he had that heart to heart with her. And you, like, you know, you get the feeling, you, you understand that he's definitely a changed person in knowing her and all of these things. But Fucking yeah. Mr. Adamian, her boss at the department store was just a dick through and through. Like, oh yeah. She no, broke his cell phone. When she fucking smashed his cell phone, I was like, yes, girl, fuck that guy. I was so right. mad at that guy oh in that moment. I was like, I would have done the same thing. I would have grabbed that cell phone and snapped it in half. <laughs> when he was sitting there and he's like, I'll give you 50 cents more an hour. I was like, you can take that 50 cents and shove it behind your optic nerve. Yeah. And then he Goodbye. was like, 75 cents, a dollar. And then he fucking posts over the PA. And he's like, a dollar fifty dollar an hour. Fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm out. out. I'm trying to tell you some serious shit. And you're just here, like, listening to your recordings. Like, fuck you. Ugh. Fuck that guy. Garbage. All right. Seven word synopsis. Yes. I only have a couple because I love this movie and I get too wrapped up in watching it. Same. Um, so that kind of bedside manner will bring lawsuits. Uh, as much as I loved Dr. Gupta when he was like, oh no, this isn't good. This is wrong. This is, you're not okay. And he's just backing away. Like, that's not how you deliver devastating news to someone. Yeah. But, um, and then soundtrack is feeding my music monster soul. Because also a solid soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack for this one is good. And then my alliterative is Lady Latifah learns of lesions, lives life. Nice. Okay, so I've got two, uh, and they're very basic. Uh, Georgia and Sean are the cutest couple. Yes, they are. Honestly, I would watch any movie that Queen Latifah and LL Cool J do together. They were yep. so cute together. Anything. I'd watch right, White Christmas redone with the two of them as Rosemary Clooney and Bing Crosby's characters. Absolutely. I would be all the way here for that. So any Hollywood, anybody who's bored and listening to our podcast because you're wonderful and made a great decision, here's your next big paycheck. (laughs) No, I would love it. Even an original musical because they both have, uh, they both started as rappers. Like, give me a like Hamilton-esque musical that's like, yes, please. The last five years, just the two of them. And they just like wrap their way 
around each other's hearts. Like, that's what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Okay. And then uh, my second one is Georgia is literally me at nice hotels. Yup. So there is a scene in this film where she, like, when we first meet uh, Gunta, and she Mm -hmm. runs, like, oh my gosh, Georgia is laying in this bed this fancy ass bed in her presidential suite and she's just like spreading her arms out and cuddling with these pillows and wrapping herself in this blanket all just all over the place and taking it out for a test run yeah and gunda like walks in and asks her what the fuck she's doing basically it looks gives her this weird look and she's like i'm just taking it out for a test run like this is the comfiest bed that i've ever been in and I am yep. all about it. And that is exactly how I am when I get into a nice hotel. Like, I mean, I've never stayed in anything anywhere near as nice the hotel in this. Oh, yeah. In this movie. But like, you know, the one step above the Holiday Inn. <laughs> like, right. Like anything, <laughs> anything fancier than a Holiday Inn. And I'm just like, oh, my God, these blankets. Yes. <laughs> I'm fully right there with you. Yeah. Fucking beds that have like 18 pillows on it. Like, give it to me. This is this is exactly what right. <laughs> the heaviest fucking goose down duvet and yes, 80 exactly. billion pillows. And I'm like, y'all need to turn all the lights off, crank yep. whatever movie channel comes free. I don't care what it's playing. Yeah. Just put it on. Yeah, Pour me something even... with ice in it, and I'm good. Yeah, I don't even care about all the rest of the amenities, like a mini bar, fridge. Yep. I don't no. give a shit. Like, I just need nope. a TV and a bed, like a funky, yep. a hella comfy bed. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't, I, I don't even need to go to these hotels to be going somewhere else. I'm, if I'm going to a nice hotel, I'm going to that hotel to stay in that bed for a long time. <laughs> yep. Yep, just 24 hours straight of me laying in this bed. Like, yep, that's what it's gonna be. 100%. What's your vacation for? Are you here for snowboarding or skiing or nah? I'm here to sleep. I'm here for this, this bed in this like six million <laughs> thread count bed. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> yep, that's it. Okay, oh, yummy. So, this movie came out the 13th of January 2006. What do you think its budget was? Oh boy. $22 dues. Ooh, close. Not really. Uh, this budget was $45 million. Ouch. Man, Jesus. Look at the difference. This is one year young or older, one year older than this Christmas. Than this Christmas. And this thing costs more than I thought the other one cost. And the other one costs way less than what I thought the other one cost. And had yeah. far well, bigger this people one, in it. In this one, but it's Queen Latifah cool was huge. Latifa. The Queen Latifah was huge. And it was filmed, like, up on a mountain. Like, in yeah. a really fucking fancy hotel. So. Yep. <laughs> All right. What do you think it made at the box office? Oh, literally nothing. Um, let's go with again 62 dollar dues all right so this movie did not do that well um <laughs> it almost made its budget back 
it mm. ended up only making $43 million at the box office. So $2,000 shy, not including uh, all the money they spent on marketing this film. And They should think- have put this out on Thanksgiving of 2005 and they would have raked in that money i understand why they didn't do it uh thanksgiving 2005 because uh other notable movies that came out thanksgiving 2005 were rent but yep but honestly if they had put this uh, right right alongside rent i still think it would have made a lot of money because it is a movie called last holiday it does star queen latifah who was a big star at the time and like we said, like I keep saying over and over and over again on this podcast, on this specifically on this Christmas movie countdown, there is a time for holiday movies, and it is literally Thanksgiving to Christmas. No one yep. wants to watch a Christmas movie the day after Christmas. Like everyone is Christmas and holidayed out. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm watching the movie New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, I don't give a fuck about any of the christmas e movies because those are, yep. that's, that's the time period from Thanksgiving to Christmas. That's it. And yeah, you, you got a three and a half to four week window. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day about um, Black Christmas. It came out yeah. on the day after Christmas. It came out on the 26th of December in 2006 and like who the fuck why why would you do that no one wants to watch super dumb after christmas we've let alone a christmas Christmas horror yeah Yeah. everyone's been watching christmas films since thanksgiving like everyone ate their turkey and then when they were when they woke up the next morning on black friday they went shopping and then they came home and they watched holiday films for this next yes, they did. month while they decorated their house and got ready for Christmas. By the time mm-hmm. December 25th rolls around, everyone is fucking done with Christmas movies. Like no one wants yes, to watch ma'am. any more Christmas films. Like we're done. Let's let's not even on. us Christmas crazies. Yeah. Like I I fucking love Christmas, but no. Yeah. This month on our on our podcast, we're going to be doing one extra film past Christmas that is a Christmas film, and it's only because we were busy and couldn't fit it in earlier with some people who wanted to be on the podcast. So you'll get one exactly. extra episode out of us after Christmas, but that's <laughs> it. And it's not because, and I will watch the movie before Christmas for sure. Exactly. Like I'm we're just going to talk about it after. Yeah, we're just going to talk about it after because scheduling is difficult, as it turns out, when everyone's <laughs> grown-ups. So, don't grow up, kids. It's horrible. Don't, right? Don't let your kids listen to this, adults. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, if you have anything to say, anything left to say about The Last Holiday, or you want to get mad at us because we like this movie so much and you thought it was a garbage dump heap or whatever... I don't give a fuck, but you can tweet us at <laughs> Allentown Pod. You can email us at Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook, it is Allentown Presents. And like we said, go check out 
the last holiday with Queen Latifah. It's really, really good. Um, check back tomorrow. It will be Christmas Eve. We've got two Ooh. more movies going for you, plus that extra bonus one I was just talking about. So we've got a couple <laughs> more movies ready to go, and it's almost Christmas. So I hope you're enjoying all of your fun Christmas activities and you've gotten all your shopping done. Dear God, I hope you got all your shopping done already because COVID out here and the post office and Amazon, like, you're not sorry about it. Yeah. Everyone's getting their shit late. Sorry about it. (laughs) Yup. Oh, man. But we will be back again tomorrow with another episode for Christmas Eve. So, yeah, we'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yes. Toots.